Heroes Fan Podcast, episode number 15. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Heroes Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we are going to be talking about Season 3, Episode number 5, I believe, Angels and Monsters. Right. Well, Stephanie, I must say that this was probably my favorite episode of Heroes so far this season. Okay. What about you? You know, I would say that this would be my favorite se- my favorite episode so far this season. Excellent. Because the first one was way too much. Well, because it, it was, was too, too much. It was two episodes. Now, last night while the episode was going on, you had mentioned that you saw the Twitter message that at draft 13, also known as Robert Johnson, our good friend from Florida, he had said, I am totally finished with heroes. Something, something along those lines. I, I don't remember his exact wording, but I'm curious as to why, as to what happened in this episode for him that would make him be uninterested or, or completely fed up or, or what, whatever it is that, that, that he was, referring to yeah I, I wonder and, and and the weird thing is is that you and i are completely confused as to all the details of what's going on in this show <laughs> we're for me i'm almost to the point where i'm just watching it for the special effects and the cool you know uh superhero things that people can do uh, mr vortex man was awesome that was really cool uh i mean i, I i'm watching it purely for the sheer just you know, casual viewer enjoyment of it, not even having any desire to go any deeper into the the mythos or the the Easter eggs and stuff like that that are in the show. I, I'm not even listening to other heroes podcasts at this point. I mean, I'm just enjoying it just to enjoy it. And sure, I've even said and shared in this podcast, it's like, man, this this is a lot. This is too, I'm confused and stuff like, and I'm still hanging in there. And if anything was going to change my viewpoint, it was this episode, right? Episode five of season three uh, that that said, okay, okay, now I'm the starting. Story's going somewhere. Yeah, I feel like okay, they they've they've set it up, and now they're starting to put some chess pieces into play. And I don't even play chess, and I don't even understand how you put the certain pieces, <laughs> the pawns and the rooks and the the big horse people. I don't even people, know which one's which. You yeah. know, the, the check your mate or whatever. I don't understand all that chess stuff. I, I just never got into it. But at least I can see that there's a chess game at play here, you know? And, and so I guess what I'm saying is I'm starting to see some strategy. Yes. Now, I do, I do understand strategy. Yes, you do. And uh, it's kind of weird that I'm totally in love with strategy games. If someone sat down and taught you chess, you'd probably... I'd probably love it. Love it and pick it up rather quickly. Yeah. But, yeah, it seems like this is the this is the episode where, okay, they've set, they've set all of the, the, the information in front of you, and now the story is going to start unfolding. Yeah. Does it... No, I, I, yeah, okay. that's exactly it. And I, okay. and, and, I, and I, I think tonight... 
I I finally got some you know some revealing of some some character formation so some stories that are going to be told and now it's like okay now I want to see where this story goes right before everything was so disjointed and it's yes. like well and if now you're gonna it's just, all going to start coming together if you're going to just pop into the future and pop over here and introduce this new person and and that person and there's bank robberies and then Siler's, you know, Mr. Um, uh, what's her name? Mar- Mr. Martha Stewart <laughs> in the future. I mean, he's baking cookies. I, I, I'm i like totally lost. But I think he was making pancakes. Whatever. Thank you, Stephanie, for clarifying that. You're welcome. <laughs> it was breakfast time. OK, but anyway, I, I at least this there. You know, I like jump. I like time travel. I like all of those things but when you have an entire episode that is completely disjointed and i can't follow along linearly linearly yes in a linear fashion how's that if i can't follow along in a sometimes my mind has a hard time grasping that now lost sometimes will throw in some non-linear things but it's not so much to the point where you know well they did do uh Oh gosh, what was that one? Flashes before your eyes. That was awesome. So, in in a way, that was kind of disjointed. But I would, I think, I was more emotionally uh, invested in that episode, uh, in that show. And so, and obviously, I've not been emotionally invested in heroes, where some people certainly are. Anyway, let's go ahead and talk about some of these things, and then we're going to address the forum. Uh, by the way, I just want to let people know if you go to gspn.tv/forum. Uh, if you haven't been there yet, you want to go there. If you haven't been there in a while, it's time to log back in because we have really uh, put some more emphasis and focus on our community forum. There are literally hundreds of other listeners who are active and involved in conversations. And Heroes has its own section of our forum to discuss. And we're going to even uh, talk about some of the things that are being posted in there. And and our listeners, I love it. Our listeners are coming to the rescue, Stephanie. Okay. They're here to help us. Okay. understand heroes and I'm, I'm excited about that i mean not like they're not going to indoctrinate us with you know the every detail we need to know but like uh we're going to talk about when we get talk about the forum um ed davis is going to give us the breakdown his five cent applica- uh explanation of season one two and three and where we're at this point and what he thinks is going on in this show just for the casual viewer so that okay. they can kind of say, oh, I didn't think about that or whatever. Yeah, but now that the story has kind of taken a turn, I'm not saying that I completely understand this this show or that I'm not still confused at times. But now that the they've taken all the pieces that they've put into play and started to turn them into a story, uh-huh. I think I'm getting a, a hold on what's... Okay, well, cool. Or at least I have a theory about what might be going... I don't know. All right. Well, what we'll do is we'll have some of this conversation. I have not read all the posts in the forum yet, but and we'll talk about this, see what we think, and then we'll go to the forum, see what some other people in the forum are talking about, and we'll see how we go from there. How's that sound? Okay. All right. Let's start off talking about Hero and Ando because you have an awesome theory there, and I want you to explain it because you told me over lunch, and and I just like wow, that's that's good theory. I like it. So tell us about that. Okay. In this episode, we saw, obviously, we saw um, Hero and and Ando get uh, duped by Adam, and he got away from them, and then we we see Daphne and her gang kind of come and, you know, prove yourself, and and Hero stabs Ando. Okay. 
Um, is Ando dead? Is Ando dead? I do not believe that he is. Okay, and why? And why? Um, I think that Ando has always had an ability. It's just never had a reason to present itself. Kind of like with Tracy. she's Right, she's she had never this- knew she had an ability until... She got emotional and grabbed the guy and and froze him. Right. Um. So I think that Ando has always had an ability. I do not think that it's a coincidence that he has been Hero's lifelong friend. Okay. Like Mr. Nakamura um would have would have prepared his son for that. If you look back and see all the other things that he prepared Hero for. Yeah. And um, in when Hero went to the future, and he saw Ando kill himself. I think that's because when he saw Ando kill future hero, hero yeah, yeah, right? Um, I didn't want anybody thinking no, we saw, saw An- like okay, a scene no. where Ando when kills he himself. Saw Ando kill future hero. I think that that is because now hero is a villain because he's joined forces with Daphne and the bad guys. Um, and Ando is a hero. Right. So the simple so. fact that when Hero went into the future and he saw um, Ando shoot or kill or I think he stabbed him, stabbed him. Uh, the fact that we saw Ando in the future says to us, well, hello, he's not dead. Exactly. Right. I mean, put two and two together. That one's not too hard to follow, even as a casual viewer. So we do know that he, that Ando is not a, not dead. Here's my theory. It is different than yours. Okay. Okay. I, although I love your theory. I Thank love you. I I I think you just love that I came up with a theory. I do. I think that's very cool. But here's the here's the thing that I'm thinking, okay? I hope you're right and I hope that I'm wrong. Okay. I really want to see Ando with a special ability and not synthetically added now. Now maybe he was synthetic if he has one. I don't care if it was biological that it came about or if it was synthetic. Um I, I think it would be cool for the storyline if Ando does have an ability that he's had since birth and that dad kind of kept them together and, and all those other things. I think that would be awesome. I don't, I'm not ready to buy into it until okay. I see it yet. So with that okay. said, here's what I think happened. All right. All right. So did Ando die? The answer, no. Here's here's what happened. They're They're trying to make a point. And, um, you know, they're they're sitting there and, and all those things. The only OK, I'm sitting here sharing my thought and then I'm leaning more towards yours because, OK, let me give you my thought before my before you question it, before I start questioning my thought. Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, they say, OK, if you if you want to join us, you want to sh- prove to us that you're bad, then then kill him. He has no power. Kill him. I think the fact that they said he has no power, he's no use to us stated to more evidence to your fact okay. that he turns out he does have a power. So with that, notwithstanding, whatever, here's the situation. He and our uh, hero says, OK, I must make sacrifices. And so what he does and what we don't see, he freezes time, unfreezes Ando. They set up the whole thing. He says, listen, I'm going to do this. I'm going to replace this sword with this. We're going to get this and here's some blood, blah, blah, blah. I mean, he can really organize the whole thing. And then all of a sudden, unfreeze time, finish where they, and then, you know, he stabs him and he's, he looks and appears to be dead and blah, blah, blah. Okay. That now, here's why I question even my own theory. (laughs) Okay. Super speedy girl, Daphne. Last time that, yeah, she's so fast. 
that that t- freezing time really isn't very much. So uh, just kind of turns her into slow motion. Yeah, or normal mode or whatever something. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. So I I liked my theory for half a second, but but as I was talking and explaining my theory and the fact that the guy says, yeah, he we don't need him. Go ahead and knock him off because he has no power. That that really gets me thinking about your theory there, Steph. So I hope you're right. Thanks. I, so we'll see. very cool. Mohinder. Uh, if not, at least I'm putting forth an effort to try to get into yeah. what's going on in the show. Yeah, I can tell that you watching your One Tree Hill on Monday nights as a priority has really helped out <laughs> your enjoyment of the TV show Heroes now. Yeah, and, and I watched it in the middle of the day. Yeah, we watched it in the middle of the day, which kind of added to the, you know, the fact that I'm awake and alert and taking good notes. And so... It's all good. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it also gives people the time to go to gspn.tv slash forum and go into See? the heroes section of the forum and add their comments and their thoughts and discussions and helping us have material for our show here. So you see how my addiction is helping out this yes, show. Yes, yes, okay. exactly. Anyway, um, is there any particular place you want to start in your notes or no, are we you, just going to kind of randomly go? I have notes on just about everybody, but I will, if mm-hmm. you if you have something you want to go to next, I was just going to go on to something else. Well, my um What do you want to talk about? Right, right at the at the top of my head is the way that they ended the episode, obviously revealing um Mr. Petrelli. Right. How he is using um or how Parkman's dad works for him. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just, I'm thinking, okay, it is, it is Mr. Petrelli and, and Parkman's dad, whom I cannot remember his name, who are Mr. Parkman, Mr. Parkman. We'll just call him Mr. Parkman. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> who are making Nathan think that he sees Linderman. Right. So that answers the whole Linderman thing. So right, cause you had, we had questioned, we, we were thought, confused. Yeah. It's like, wait a second. Lind, so I, I, we thought that maybe, um, Nathan was just, you know, th- that Linderman was just in his mind. Obviously he Obviously is because he, he is. was planted right. there by Mr. Parkman. But then all of a sudden when we saw Daphne talking to Linderman, it's like, wait a second. Yeah. And then of course, then they validated the fact that he wasn't there by showing us a scene with people passing by and she's talking to herself. Right. Well, she's and talking to a chair. Which exactly. Pretty and, crazy. and so and then, of course, uh, later she even catches on to the fact and she swipes his hand, which I thought it was kind of cheesy that they did the swiping through the hand. thing. Kind of. But here's because my- even in the stu- I'm sorry, just one second. Even in the scene where um, Matt Parkman gets trapped in and tries to go and save what's her name? The little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, Molly. Molly. Uh, remember, he was in that apartment and the things that were in his mind in that apartment were very physical. So meaning that right. his hand didn't go through the table. I mean, it, those those things in his mind were very real to him. So I didn't like the fact that they did the the whole hologram kind of yeah, that feel. Was, that was weird. I didn't like that. I will agree with you there. Okay. Um, OK, so so we know we now know that that it is Mr. Petrelli and Mr. Parkman who are behind Nathan seeing Linderman. Yes. We've known since episode one that Linderman is the one trying to convince Nathan that God gave him his powers. Okay. Yes. So Mr. Petrelli is trying to um, convince Nathan that his powers are from God so that he can use him in his own way for evil. 
Right. But Angela versus Bubble by telling Nathan, we gave you your powers. Uh, so now Mr. Petrelli, his thing is already. Oh, I didn't even catch that, Stephanie. You were good. Thanks. So he's like, you know, God, you know, God created me with these powers. It's like, no, mom did. Right. Yeah, that's we did. What, the yeah. company did. The company. Yeah, we did that. No, Whom in the beginning would have been dad working we, with her. We knew that everything was going to be fine with you because you're lineage. And then all of a sudden, Tracy, what was I then? Chop liver? <laughs> you were a lab rat. Pretty much. Pretty much. As were your sisters. So we learned, uh, was her name <laughs> Becky? I can't remember now. But it was, the, it was um, she, we thought her sister's name was Jessica. Barbara. Barbara, thank you. And so who is Barbara? And where is she? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know that Jessica was Nikki's altar, right? Yes. Correct? Yes. And I had, I thought that I remember from season one her saying that she had taken on her. Right. But we thought her name was. Name, so. Yeah. So, yeah. so that, that leaves confused. me confused there. If you, if you know the answer to that one, please do give us a call. Area code 859 seven nine five four zero six seven help us understand where's barbara and is she the same as jessica and and what you think about that okay, okay go but on. that's my theory about about mr petrelli using nathan yeah is that mom already ruined that for him yeah so the god so i wonder how that's going to play out what side he'll nathan will end up being on yeah i i do like um the talk that got you know the, that nathan and tracy had this conversation about the where the gifts are these powers come from and and they kind of threw you know I, I we have a listener that um is in our community who said that they really are into heroes and mentioned the fact that uh that they use a lot of names like noah and micah and many other names from the bible and of course now they're talking about you know he's on a mission from god and that god spared him and, and what have you and then the idea of God, Peter, Gabriel, yeah, Peter, Gabriel, exactly. And so, anyway, uh, it, was, it got me to thinking just for a moment about the fact that you know we all have, you know, through life we all acquire very many gifts and talents and abilities, and some of them come more naturally to us than others. There, there, your brother Michael, for example, uh, picked up a guitar and within an hour playing. started playing out of nowhere. And said not a single lesson. He just started strumming the guitar and all of a sudden picked up the notes and boom. And and I really do believe that a lot of us are inclined and have been wired in such a way that we have gifts, we have talents, we have abilities. Some of them are we're just pre-wired that way in some some ways. And and uh you know, I, I know that obviously this is not a religious program, but it just got me to thinking. I, I, I think that, you know, when it comes down to it, we all have powers. Or we have abilities, I guess is a better way to say it. We all have abilities and we all have the power to affect the world for good or to, for bad and stuff like that. And I just kind of like that correlation. Okay. I just thought I'd throw that in there. Yeah, that's really cool. All right. So um, along those lines, I thought I saw something else in there. Somebody else says something about God and, and some other things. Linderman but- was well, talking to Nathan and said something about Moses and yes, Mary that, and, those are the names. Um, wh- yeah, where did I put Samuel. those notes? 
yeah. talking about how they oh my notes were start all the way in, up here yeah how they were you know um, Moses saw a burning bush and and Mary spoke to an angel and Samuel and then we started talking about what he was saying and I missed what he said that Samuel anyway um, so yeah they're they're trying to make a point yeah so and the, well the, exactly well that no I well they're trying to convince. Nathan that that right. that he's hearing the voice of God and he now knows that he's not right which I think is so cool that you pulled that out all right um, my next can I just say yeah. my next biggest question yeah go ahead okay which I I don't know if it's even worthy of asking if it's anything that will ever tie into the show or or the story but I now want to know why Gabriel was was placed up for adoption and not Nathan and Peter where does he fall in the line? Is he, so is he the who, middle child? Yeah, is I don't he know. the oldest child? Is where where does he where does he fall in the line? Um I wonder if it has to do with what gift they realized. Was he born with the hunger? And so that I I don't know. Anyway, it, I'm very per, I'm I'm very um perplexed. Perplexed by the whole thing. Yes. Gotcha. Very. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I and and I'm sure that I think they're going to tell us that backstory. They're going to now. Yeah, they've okay. introduced it. Now we need to. We need some background. We need to understand how this all came about. Right. So, um, anyway, Peter Siler, Mama Petrelli. There's a scene where all three of them are there. Yeah. Peter breaks into to Siler's uh, room, and there's the whole scene between them. Hold on one second. Sorry about that. Had to. Turn the ringer off so on the when, phone. When Peter broke in and yes, so when Peter broke in and he was about ready to hurt or to to kill basically uh, Mama Petrelli. What's her name anyway? Actually, he, he um, Angela, Angela is her name. Yes. He broke he broke Gabriel's neck first. Yes, he did. Because one of my favorite parts of the episode was when Gabriel stood up and his head's all hanging down and he just. Straightened it out. Cracks his neck back into place. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So, of course, um, and then Siler takes care of himself and then takes care of Peter and, and actually, you know, hurts him for a momentary period of time. And there was a phrase that Siler said, is he going to be all right? He, he, he cared. He does. You know, and it's like, is there some redemption for this character? Is he going to be able to to take this thing this this natural tendency. I think he wants to. I yeah. think he wants to because he even said he even said to Noah in the car I'm trying. Right. It's uh, rehabilitation doesn't happen overnight. I'm trying. Right. And so of course this is this is really good storytelling because my question to you now is how do you feel about Siler? Right now? Yes. I don't even look at him as Siler. You see him as Gabriel. He's Gabriel. Because that's who he's trying to be. Wow. They they really did a good job writing that. They did. They did. Because how on the... Because four episodes ago, he was he was Siler and it was disgusting when he was poking around in Claire's brain and yeah. now he's not... And that. all last season with that, ugh, you know, the, the creepy guy. No, he's Gabriel. And, and he's Gabriel. And, and so... And if you notice, that's who I've been calling him. Yeah, I hadn't noticed, but I, I'll, I'll pay attention now. But So my question then is, is do you think it would have been possible last season when you were watching... To think that this season you you would end up being very no. sympathetic and like this character? No, not at all. That is wild, isn't it? It is. It was for me. I still struggle with the you know the 
the believability of the fact that you know that Noah would accept him as a partner. You know, well, it's I, like, he hasn't. Well, I think we've seen that he hasn't work, accepted still him. Just working with him in, in, in general. And, and that leads me to the other thing is the fact that, you know, Noah has absolutely no abilities. No. I mean, he's got a really cool pair of glasses, right? That's it. <laughs> well, okay. Cool Gla- is stretching it a little <laughs> bit. Anyway, he's got some he's got some horn rim glasses. Beyond that, what does this guy have? I mean, how how does he hold his own in a world of people of of the company that you know? Comp- and of course, why is there this company rules? One of us, one of them. I don't know. That's that's odd. You know, where does it is uh, odd? It doesn't really make any sense. To I want to know more about this company. I, see now, see this. I am starting to get interested into the backstory here. I want to know more. Oh no, this isn't good. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, where where does how does he how does he stand up against these guys? He's made it this long. You know, what's so special about him? I mean, anybody else would have just been, you know, coming up against all these people right. with these abilities and he just continually makes it and survives. That is just absolutely crazy. So, what's Kenna over there laughing about? She's watching Mary Poppins. Yeah. And it is the it's the scene where um uh, what what are their names? I don't know. Michael and uh, Jane. Jane and Michael Banks are Jane hanging out. And Michael <laughs> Banks. Banks. Yeah, thanks. They're hanging out with the chimney sweeps. Yes, Jim Chimney. And she loves that part. Ah, oh, step so in time. She was laughing at it, and I was laughing at her laughing at it. Cool. So, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> so uh, you know, one of the things that really I enjoy. I, I really enjoy about this show is the special effects and the and seeing some of the special abilities. It's one of the things I liked about the 4400 when we were watching that right. to see what kind of unique abilities people might have, you know, in the storytelling. And Vortex Man was awesome. He was really cool. I like Vortex Man. And something just really gets me. You know, Claire in, in, is in there with Vortex Man and and all of a sudden... Noah comes in and says, you know, you don't understand this guy's dangerous. And of course, this guy has good intentions. He doesn't mean to do harm. Definitely. It's one of those cases where he didn't know he had a power until his emotions got out of control. Exactly. And so obviously he has a power that's quite dangerous. But uh, so does this guy that Noah happens to be standing next to. Right. You know, is he or is he not dangerous? And obviously this guy doesn't, quote unquote, have the hunger that that Gabriel or Siler does. And and yet, you know, they're letting him walk around freely now. But but this vortex man who obviously has meant nobody any harm. The question, though, is remains. Is he dangerous? I think the answer to that question is yes. Because he has an ability that that creates but is he any more dangerous than any one of them you know the one of us one of them i mean aren't we dangerous do, i think that do we or do we not you and i even have the capability to create harm yeah, toward others absolutely when you know with our rage with rage and anger if we let it go unchecked don't we have the ability to to physically aren't there things at our disposal that could be used if we let things get out of control to harm others mm-hmm. and to do destruction. So who who why is this company making judgment calls on who is and who is not evil, who or who is a villain and who is a hero? 
I mean, it, this is just getting, a, these are the things that I don't understand. You know, I understand they're doing the, the blurring the lines between uh, heroes and uh, villains, but I just don't understand how the company is making this decision. You know, wh- what are they basing it on? It's obviously not the danger, uh, the, the, the proposed or the possible danger of the gift or the ability itself. I don't know. Okay, what did you just say? Don't worry it's about not it. Not the ability. It's a, see. I think that. What is it? What? How does the company decide who's going to be put into level five or not? That's my question. And I think that that is based on the ability, not on the person's intention intentions with the ability. At least that's what they showed with this guy. Okay. So this scene between, um, uh, let's see here, cl- where. Okay, first of all, I love the scene where Claire, Noah, Vortex Man, and Gabriel all come together for the first time. Right. What are you doing here with him? And and that whole scene was really cool. And then, of course, seeing that, that Gabriel saves Claire. That was awesome. That was fun. That was very cool. And uh, so I, I like that. But What's better, though, is that she does not yet know that they're related. Right. Because he's her uncle. Oh, yes. So. And does Noah know this? I don't think Noah I knows. I don't know. I don't think Noah knows. So anyway. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Here's the thing, though. Okay, let's let's go to the carousel scene. Okay. The carousel scene, I just want to say, obviously, you pointed out that Siler could hear every word that was being mm-hmm. said. Because he had inherited the gift of supersonic hearing or whatever. Right. And he has the ability to control that. And so, in essence, basically, what I would like to suggest is that during the carousel scene, that basically um, he and Gabriel have worked out this way of testing whether or not Vortex Man is really dangerous or if this guy has bad intentions. And and so basically, um, in essence, he was trying to, we think in they're showing us that he was trying to coerce Vortex Man into taking Siler out. But the, in reality, um, that's not what was happening. They wanted to see if they could coerce him to use his powers to harm somebody. And they they would have probably, in my opinion, maybe let him go. But he See, I ended don't think up- so. I think that it was exactly what they were showing because Noah does not know all of Gabriel's powers. Right. He does not know every power that he okay. has. Okay. And see, I and I'm almost willing to think that that the conversation between in the car right before Claire got out that that is I'm starting to see Ben uh, uh, Ben what Ben's last name from Lost. Uh, ben Linus, oh, Ben yeah. Linus. I'm starting to see some Benjamin Linus traits in in Gabriel or in Noah. In Noah, I think that that conversation was totally okay. Which one planted the one where she's not going to listen to you? She doesn't believe you. Blah blah blah, and and stuff like this. And and then he gets out and he has that conversation. I think that that was a total setup. I think that I think that Noah and and um, Gabriel. and Gabriel are are buddy buddy now. You think? I think that I think they're working. I think that that by the end of this episode, they 
they were using some manipulation. They were teaming up and manipulating. Okay. I still Claire. don't think Claire trusts her dad anymore. I don't, and nor should she. And I, I think like that I said, she's going to go in and tell her mom, "We got to go. We got to get out of here." Yeah, something, something. Anyway, uh, another another neat uh, ability I guess they showed us tonight was Mr. Eric Doyle, otherwise known as Puppet Man. He was pretty cool. That was a neat little thing that they got going on there. <laughs> And oh, the girl was a good actress, though, to. Oh, I to know. Be, you know, when she she portrayed that well. Right. Being used as a puppet. So. Exactly. So I have some notes down here okay. and, and I'm sure this will bring a giggle giggle to you when I read them. Thud, 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 thud. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was the sound of the bloody head knocking against the, the steps, steps as he was being dragged by his feet. Oh my goodness. Into so, the fly's lair. Mohinder is really just starting to get on my nerves. Yeah, I don't you know, even like what, what that storyline. Um, uh, he just like he's becoming an illegitimate character. Yeah, he's almost like Izzy Stevens. And so I I'm just really I'm I'm not Yeah. All right. I'm not I'm not on to that right now. Right. I, I must say that, you know, I'm beyond Mohinder. I mean, I'm sure that they're going to tell a cool story and he's going to end up playing a, a pretty cool or important or vital role down the road. But can I just say that you're going to have to redeem him from the fly? Yeah, you're going to. Yeah, you're going to. You got to quit the sticking people on the wall. I mean, come on. Well, and now he's put Maya up there. I know. It's like, come on. Jeez, get a different hobby. Collect lost figurines or something. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what do you what do you think about the uh, commercial where they cl- cut to break and say miss something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you think? think? That's pretty funny. <laughs> we did that. That wasn't even a plan. No, but that's what I said on the couch. Oh yeah, <laughs> I had already fed that I must into have, your brain. <laughs> you subconsciously picked that one up there, babe. Um, All right. That was that was just pretty funny that yeah. they had put that. Um, yes, I missed quite a bit, but you know I'm trying to pin it together now that you know. Yeah. So uh, obviously there are Easter eggs in the TV show Heroes, and I would assume that there is probably a website to be found somewhere online uh, for Pinehurst. For Pinehurst and, or Pinehurst or is it Pinehurst? I think it was Pinehurst. I it probably is. I, I, I thought it just, had a. Yeah, you're probably right. Okay. Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, there was a business card. They obviously showed it and held it there for a second for people to screen capture that and and to look for a website um, and all that other stuff that you can go visit. So I didn't catch any of that stuff. Like I said, I'm a casual viewer, but I'm sure if you go to the forum at gspn.tv slash forum, it's actually going to end up into the conversation here online. Mm -hmm. So uh, anyway, very cool stuff. That's all I have. In my notes. Okay. I really enjoyed this episode. Though. I do too. It's at least intrigued me enough to where I'm almost, almost willing to dig even further. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to see what happens. And of course, I'm going to join the conversation over at gspn.tv slash forum. Yes. And see what people so are saying. I'm really excited to see what is to come, especially now that they've, they've brought in the idea of, of Mr. Petrelli. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you caught this or not, but we found out through her through Angela's dream that she sees the future. Oh I, no! Oh, and she said, "I'm yeah. going to stop you," and he says, "You won't be able to move." So wow. he can. 
like those prey, those animals that that paralyze their oh, prey. Yeah, that's interesting. You 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 said that. So does she have the ability? She so she has the ability to I see the so. future. Hmm. And she was telling Nathan, "You don't understand. You haven't seen what's going to happen. Peter's been to the future. He yeah. he knows what's be. You know so." Ah, that, that's cool. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. See, you rock. I'm anxious to see right. what happens. Let's now. go. Let's go over to the hero section of the forum. Will you go there with me I on the laptop? Already there. All right. So we're on section, uh, the hero section, and there's a whole thread devoted to 3.5 heroes and monsters. And uh, let's see what we've got going. Angels and monsters. What did I say? Heroes. I'm sorry. All right. And it looks like there are several people logged in even right now as we're here. Um, so let's see here. Faith started off the conversation about this one uh, saying she's about to go to bed. She'll talk more about this in the morning. Just wanted to say hey. And uh, oh, she says, I know the puppet master. Hmm. Those, this was really cool. She says his name is David Lawrence and he played a psychiatrist in one of um, her short films. And when when she saw him on screen, he looked familiar. And it wasn't until later that it hit her that an actor that she directed is now on Heroes. How awesome is that? That's pretty cool. Faith, that is amazing. That is so awesome. Very cool. Faith has 909 posts on our forum. Can you believe that? She is a rock star. All right. Ed Davis says, at first, I was a little confused with the pacing of the show. But once it got to the end, I realized that it was a well-crafted episode with, is it Kaiser Solze? Uh, anyway, at the end, as the end reveal, although I knew who it was going to be, I had no idea how they were going to tie it all in. I felt bad for the black hole guy. I did too. Vortex mm-hmm. man. Uh, it gives humanity to the specials. And makes uh, makes me rooting for Siler's reformation. Uh, so I agree with that. I, I think I'm sympathetic towards Gabriel. I even called him Gabriel myself in this episode. You did. And I so started out calling him Siler through this thing. So, wow, interesting. He says the best line for him is, we are, all, we are the worst heroes ever. And that's something what? Ando said. Ando said. Which, by the way, we? We? We. So, see, maybe more stuff. Anyway, <laughs> and uh, I really didn't understand Hero's intentions with his act against Ando. Any revelations? Was it, I've tried good, that didn't work, let me try bad? Maybe he said he would do whatever it took to save the world. Yeah, exactly. Sacrifices have to be made. Sure. Do you want to read what Faith said about Hero's intentions? Sure. Um, Hero's intentions with Ando are still bothering me. The funny thing is, right after that scene, it cut to commercial with HRG asking, did you miss something? Ha ha, yes I did. (laughs) Why would Hero do that? Was that part of Mr. Parkman's mind games? Maybe Hero stopped time and prepped Ando. Who knows? I I like the Hold on, I have to scroll down. All right, no problem. I, too, may have just developed a very tiny, tiny soft spot for Siler. Um, I actually do believe he may be trying to reform himself. I also believe that it's because his mother told him, his mother told him to in her own special way. <laughs> in her own special mommy. <laughs> She's the twisted mama. She is. You know, she takes mommy dearest to a whole new level. <laughs> no doubt. Um, okay, I'm interested to see what Mr. Pacelli has up his sleeve. He's definitely building an interesting army, a guy who controls time, a guy who feeds off of fear, the man who lives forever. Who feeds off of fear? Um, Mr. Parkman. 
Mr. Parkman feeds off of fear. And he, he feeds off the fear and he creates the... Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. okay. Um, the, the man who lives forever, the girl who's super fast, and now Matt Parkman. Um, why Matt when he's already got Matt's dad? That's a good question. Maybe Mr. Petrelli is pulling a Ben Linus uh-huh. and adding people to the list that aren't necessary. And can I just say that I think that... Um, this is just my theory. I think that Matt's not part of the game. I think that Mr. Parkman's going to be punished for oh. bringing Matt. Anyway, that's, that's, yeah, I don't okay. know. Um, okay. The, the, the puppet master creeps me out already. Um, I read on IMDB that he'll be around for at least three episodes. Oh, and there's no way Claire will trust her dad ever again. We probably just saw the beginning of why her future self told Siler that he took her entire life away. Wow. Faith, interesting post to say the very least. And Ed Davis says that he saw he thought the same thing when the commercial came out with Jack Coleman saying, you missed something. Uh, You're darn tootin' I did is what Ed says. That was so funny because I think everybody was I think that that um, it it was it was very well put together commercial. Yeah. Kai, um, I now I posted in here before we watched the episode. I said I haven't watched it yet, but you said Ed uh, Kaiser so say as the end reveal. Although I knew he, uh, it was going, I knew who it was going to be. And then I said, should I know who this guy is before the episode? Please note anyone who posts here in the forum. Oh, okay. Anyway. Uh, And then uh, Ed says, yeah, it's Daddy Petrelli. Uh, That was alluded to at the preview from last week. It was. Uh, Kaiser Soze is a reference to the usual suspects. He, He was the mastermind of the crime in that movie. Now I've never seen the Usual Suspects, so I, maybe if I'm miss, maybe is that something I should have as a reference, I don't know. or or does that help to have as a reference? Then he says, if you're getting confused with heroes, believe I, I believe that I understand what they're doing. Let me know, and I can clear up some theories. And I said, ah, I'm totally confused beyond belief. And so Ed gives us his five cent explanation because he really wants uh, you and I, Stephanie, to enjoy the show. So you read season one, I'll read season two, and I'll let you read the rest. Season one, we find out there is a company that manages the special powers. A wealthy man, Linderman, wants to use the heroes to to place them in powerful political positions so that when he blows up New York City, those people will be there to build back the country and Linderman would be pulling the strings the whole time. This obviously was was thwarted when Linderman was killed. All right. Okay. All right. So season two, it says, because Peter decided he needed help controlling his powers, um, he allowed himself to be taken by, uh, in by the company. This allowed him to meet Adam Monroe, uh, the original special person with powers. Adam was able to convince Peter to free them so that he could complete his agenda of releasing the virus so that he could start humanity all over. The virus was contained and Adam was placed in a coffin. Right. All right. Okay. In season three. Season three. Future Peter comes from a bleak future where special powers are bought and marketed. A vision of future, a vision of the future from hero and Peter reveal that a band of people with special powers are trying to control the world and result with the description destruction of the planet shown by the mural mural of the world world being split apart as foreshadowing future peter messes things up and causes a chain of events 
leading to where we are now. Future Peter grabs present Peter and shows him what is to become of the world if the powers are to become known. Unknown to Peter is that there is a formula that has been stolen by Daphne, that's Speedy Girl, Yep. that when injected can give people powers. It is told that the company tested this formula on human subjects and found that it was successful. Such test subjects were Nathan, Nikki, and Tracy, and their sister Barbara. Uh, these powers can be given through bloodline, hence the offspring having powers. Very cool. At this point, Noah and Siler have teamed up to uh, hunt people with dangerous powers. There is a moral dilemma between those who want to cause harm and those who cannot control their power. Claire wanted to help catch the villains, but has become conflicted because of of the distrust started with her dad and his methods. What is revealed in the latest episode is that Daddy Petrelli, who we thought had committed suicide, is being kept alive in a German company with a DNA logo. Mr. Parkman, Matt's dad, was somehow released and is working for Daddy Petrelli. To get an army together using the vision of Linderman to convince them to join his cause. His ultimate plan at this time we do not know. At this point, I believe that the future scenes are probably... The future scenes are done with. Are done with. Okay, hope this helps. Um, It really does, but it makes me wonder, just this episode alone makes me wonder if season one was really all Linderman or still Linderman working... Was it Linderman's plan or Petrelli's plan? I don't know. I, was Petrelli using Linderman then, just as he's using Linderman now? I don't know. That's a good question. Of course, he's not using Linderman because he's dead. But yeah. anyway, so. I don't know. That, that's a good question. I, 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 I'm really, I'm still a little bit confused as to why any of this stuff is going on, but. I'm just going to I'm going to take some of that as a foundation and and just watch the story and see how it unfolds and and see what else we can build upon it. Uh, Ben asks in the forum, uh, he wonders if the writers forgot that Siler lost his super sensitive hearing has super sensitive hearing. Right. You said lost. that. Okay. What? Okay. Wonders if they forgot that he uh, has super sensitive hearing that he gained from that one girl last season. And I don't think so. I think they, the writers are quite aware of it. And the fact that the reason why I say that is because. All right. Had to tend to some things in the room here. Anyway. Um, so I, I don't think that they, the writers forgot. Uh, I think the fact that uh, I, I like what you said, Noah doesn't know about all the, the powers and so Siler could hear he even brought it up later you know I know what you did don't blah 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 and so so yeah he could hear and Parkman did or and Parkman and Noah did not know right so I think that's maybe along the lines of what we've got there and then uh Ben also wants to know he's also wondering how Knox knew who's Knox by the way Okay. Also wondering how Knox knew that he, uh, he would be able to get Adam in the back alley oh, of the bar. Okay, he's the um, he's the other guy that Daphne recruited. Is that the black guy? I think so. Okay. That that the one who grabbed Adam when he came out of the garbage can. Okay. Anyway, and who did Knox talk to once he got Adam on the phone? 
Who did he talk to on the phone? That's a good question. And my gosh, Ben has some questions here. He says, <laughs> and uh, since my brain is on heroes now, instead of working and finding something to eat, I don't buy the whole hero stab- stabbing ando thing. I mean, what the heck? I've been, uh, I have a feeling that this didn't happen exactly like we saw it. I'm sure the writers are building a case as to why he, uh, ando seemed to kill hero in the future. Alrighty, so lots and lots of good conversation there, folks, and I really want to encourage you, if you haven't done so, go ahead and reg- register for an account over at gspn.tv slash forum. Uh, you're going to find that at our forum, it is a, a fam- it's kind of like a family atmosphere, a very friendly atmosphere. It's not one of those online forums where people are going to tell you you've posted a message in the wrong place or anything like that. We, it, it's all gspn.tv listeners. And we do have a section uh, where people are now having some great conversations, helping us to figure out what in the world's going on with heroes. We'd love to hear from you in the forum. Uh, so go ahead and check that out. And of course, if you want to and you want to let us hear your voice and you can just tell us straight over the phone, uh, we'd love to have you give us a call on our listener line. And that phone number, Stephanie, is 859-795-4067. That's right. And of course, if you're wondering what in the world happened to episode number 14 of the Heroes Fan Podcast, well, I can tell you. Every other episode of the Heroes Fan Podcast is released here on the free feed. And so if you're subscribed to the free feed, you can expect to get an episode. Every other episode will be released to you for free. No problem at all. Uh, However, we do do a podcast for every episode. I'm not going to acknowledge the fact that I said doo-doo. You just did. No, I did. But you had that little funny look on your face. I was just just thinking about friends. I was just thinking about friends. So she's handing you Mary Poppins, babe. Thank you. Our kids love the line from Mary Poppins where she sings the Robin has a merry tune to toot. Yes. Toot, toot. Yeah. Anyway. All right. I have small children. Some things are just funny. (laughs) All right. So anyway, uh, what we are, what basically plus members pay $10 a month and they gain access to every episode of every podcast that we produce here. Stephanie and I do podcasting, new media stuff full time for a living and uh, you can find out more details over at gspn.tv slash plus. And uh, if you only listen to the Heroes Fan Podcast, uh, you should check out some of our other shows like the Lost Podcast and uh, Help I Got a Mac. Some other great shows you'll find over at gspn.tv. Uh, but really, you can even, if you only are listening to the Heroes Podcast, you really want to get the episodes that we make available only to plus members you can buy them individually for a dollar a piece again all the details all the information about all of this stuff can be found at gspn.tv so slash here, plus just real quick as we're as we're finishing up in here we read somebody's favorite quote yeah was we're the worst heroes ever yeah and i have to tell you mine was when endo grabbed um hero's eyes and was like blink blink yes, three strikes. that was that, <laughs> that was, was pretty funny. cool Alrighty, folks, we'll be back soon with another episode of the Heroes Fan Podcast, and uh, we hope to hear from you, area code 859-795-4067, and I really do hope to see you online at gspn.tv slash forum.